Maryland sports fans, there's only one sports book in the great state of Maryland with over 50 years experience booking bets and supporting customers. Betfred Sportsbook at Long Shots is now open and is the only sports book in Frederick offering cash betting on football, basketball, world soccer, and more. Visit the Betfred Sportsbook at I-270 and MD-85 in Frederick, right next to Longshot's Off-Track Betting. Go to BetfredSports.com for more information and your chance to win exclusive merchandise. Must be 21 or older. Play responsibly. For help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hello, gold miners. This is Pat Prince, editor of Gold Mine Magazine, and welcome back for our End of July podcast. We've already had three. I hope you enjoyed them. And this one, we have our guest this time around will be Rex Brown and Charlie Hewn of uh, Fogcat. Rex is best known for uh, as the bassist in Pantera, Down, and Kill Devil Hill. But he probably released one of his best records this year. And it's a solo, solo debut, Smoke on This. Um, it's a record that's loud, rock and roll. Not your the typical metals you would... Uh, you're accustomed to hearing Rick's play, um, but it's quite an accomplishment. And then there's Charlie Hewn, vocalist, guitarist for Fogcat. And uh, Fogcat's always a fun interview, and Charlie will talk about the band's newest live album. So stay tuned, we'll be right back. Hey, I'm Ronald Webb, and this is Patrick Prince. And together we host the Goldmine Radio Hour, the show that features the latest issue of Goldmine. The Music Collector's Magazine. Tune in Sunday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time on CygnusRadio.com. Rex Brown. This is him. How you doing, man? <laughs> I just found out five minutes ago I was doing Founders Day. Oh, no. I was packing my bag for a trip. Do you need to reschedule? No, no, no. I won't. I, I won't. I won't take long. I won't take long, man. I want to talk a little bit about smoke on this, man. Obviously, your, your debut, uh, man. Sure. I th- I thought, why? Uh, wow. Why have you never sung before? Lead. You sound like a natural rock singer, man. <laughs> it sounds so perfect. It's weird, man. It just kind of it just kind of happened, and I can't really put you know. When, once you start trying to figure out that equation, it's when you're, you're not in the game anymore. Yeah. You know, um, just one of those things that kind of culminated in having songs from here and the drive and the passion. And then, you know, I had a really good tune smith and, and uh, my good buddy Lance Harville. And we just sat down and started writing songs. And this, it, it just, it, from one thing went to another. And here we are, you know. A week, a week it'll be out. I can't believe I'm sitting here going, it's coming out. <laughs> Fine. Yeah. You know, I've been sitting on it for a while. So, I'm uh, not sitting on it, but, you know, it's, it, it, it's taken time to do it, you know. And Faultline helped you, you said, find your voice? Correct. How was that? You were just, uh, that was the first. Have you heard, have you heard the record? Yep, uh-huh. And you felt like you were, it, this was the one you were going to try it out. Well, we did it about eight or nine different times, and so, yeah. you know, I, I would listen to every track, and I was trying to figure out which one I liked, and then once I found that dude, um, everything just started falling into place, you know. Um, I think I was talking to somebody earlier about it. Um, just once you find where, where that voice is going to lay, then everything else will fit kind of around 
where everything else is what it, what I wanted it to sound like, you know. And I didn't want to make a metal record. I wanted to make a rock and roll record. And it, even though, you know, what what do you call metal or rock? These I don't know. Days, I, I don't know anymore. Idea. I just call it music. You know, what <laughs> to me, that's all it fucking is. It, well, it, and it, look, just because I came from a band that was fucking famous way back in the day, yeah. doesn't mean that I still can't be a songwriter and fucking put songs out. You know, the, I think if you took my name off that record cover or took it off of the you know whoever it was and you just listen to that piece the body of work that it is it it uh i mean to me it's special i wouldn't put it out you right. know what i'm saying right you're right i mean what is what is metal today because you know you look back and i don't you know, i don't know i have no idea the stuff we grew up on iron maiden i'm already Judas waved Priest. that flag high and long enough you we, know what i'm saying it's yeah like um a painter trying to uh, paint the same picture over and over, and I guess how to paint it. You know, once you get it done, then, you know, um, when it, it just got to the point where I was just going, man, I wanted to do something else, you know? Well, this so is so much more I can do. This is eclectic, you know, man. Like, uh, There's a lot and, to and it, Look, it's a challenge, you know, it, it's, a, it's a step, you know, and, it, and if you're not moving fucking forwards, you're taking up too much space. You know right. what I'm saying? You know, if you're not living on the edge and fucking taking that chance and taking the leap, then it ain't worth it. Life's not worth it. Yeah. Simple. Well, that's what you meant when you said uh, you emphasized the words musical freedom in your PR. Um, of course. Yeah. It's, it's, man, you can't, you know, if... if I, when I, I had to go back and figure out, well, why did I do this to start with? I'm a musician. You know, what What inspires me to do what I do every day? Get up and play the fucking guitar is what I do. Yep. You know, or play the, it's been interviews or, or not necessarily interviews, it's been more paperwork than anything else. Yeah. Well, and I guess what happens, you know, when I'm in the studio and I can just be free to do whatever I need to do. And, and we were just at the studio, I just got back from Nashville um, mm. a couple of nights ago. And uh, we we did a, our first showcase on on Friday night. And uh, it was just amazing, you know, to play those songs live and to have the band behind me that's doing it. It's, it's just incredible. So it's just one little baby step at a time, you know? Well, um, I, I look at the songs and I think... Um for me one that just blew me away right away buried alive and not just for its content um but it, as a musically as its sound it, it, it's uh it reminded me of like alice in chains and i mean that as a high compliment um it, it Opry, i'll take it you know jay's a good friend he's also one of my favorite writers in the world but yeah. i didn't mean to emulate him you know right at all so, no but your but voice your voice had this this perfect, like deep, uh, dark. It it, uh, it it really. I was like, wow. Why hasn't this guy sung before? Well, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know about and everything else, you know. I just figured, well, it's time to put on the fucking hat. I think this is the right path for you, man. I and it kept getting, it kept getting better. You know, I was just like, fuck. And and very live was one of the first four tracks we did. Yeah, you know, like had them complete. And then we went in and did the next floor, and then we did the, the last floor. And um, so, you know, even though yeah, we cut them all in different phases, it was a it was a long process. But um, the outcome is well worth the fucking penny spent. You know? Yeah, and you were bleeding emotion in that song, man. You could feel it. 
you could feel uh, you had a well, luck. You know, I think a lot has been written into that. Yeah. And that, that means that it's hit somebody somewhere. It's yeah. hit a soft spot. And if that's, that's it, cool. To me, when I was going through it, I just changed some lyrics up. Lance and I had written some stuff. And, man, just the way that I, my work ethic these days is just... Um, it, it just fires on all cylinders once I've just found a cool place. And once I hit on something, you go for it. So I was writing lyrics to very live or rewriting. And I mm. didn't even think about, you know, what, what that was in terms. I did, you know, but I was trying to find a way to say it right. You know what I'm saying? So, well, it's, you know, everybody keeps going, it's a tribute. I'm like, no, it's not. It's, it's about me, what I felt at the time. Yeah. You know, I thought it was pertinent for what I had to do. This is even before I even knew about the the song's relevance to Dimebag. I I, I felt it. I, I felt people are making too much out of it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It's just fucking lyrics, and it doesn't. It, it could be about anything, uh, and it, and it's up for some anybody's interpretation. But now anybody's interpretation has a platform. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Um, and I even read somewhere somebody had posted in one of these fucking rags that it's about his murder. And I went, oh, you got to be fucking kidding me, man. Don't, you know, why don't you hit the source before you fucking start printing shit like that? You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Ridiculous. Yeah, because you could... So anyway, to me, I didn't, even, I didn't even detect it when I heard it. I, I just thought of it as a song about loss, you know? And it, uh, That's exactly what it is, and that's the way I meant it to be, you know? Yeah. So, anyway... And, and speaking of Lost, you heard the news about Lincoln Park's uh, Chester Bennington, right? I mean, yeah, I, did you I know him? Say, I want to say I've met him a few times. I want to. I don't. We weren't close at all. I feel. Um, I, you know, I'm still trying to get up with Chris. Yeah. You know, so this thing is. Uh, yeah, Chris was a big man, one. These, these mother, these guys just taking, taking out when they have have it all. I just don't understand it. So talented. But then again, I do understand men. I understand mental illness very well. Yeah, you know, yeah. Um, not that I have it. Right. I don't. Um, I mean, I think we all, in some sort of way, do. But I've never thought of fucking taking yeah. myself out. You know. Yeah, yeah. I'm just not. I'm just not like that, man. Life, life is beautiful. You know. Yeah. Um, but then again, you get to a point. I can. I can see it, man. Yeah. Everybody's been down. If you ain't been down, you, you can't sing the blues. Yeah, it's true. You know? Very true. Now let's so, let's let's switch um, switch. It's, it's horrible. I think I, I feel bad for his family, you know. Yeah. And all his bandmates and everything else. But so much talent, man. Him and him and Chris Cornell, you know, it's uh, it's mind blowing. Going your party, you know. Yeah. I don't want to say I knew Chris. We talked every day, but we knew each other well. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's talk about um, the Nashville guy Lance Harville. And he's been, uh, I, I can hear some Nashville in this. Is it safe to say I can hear some of, uh, he's, that he's not, he's fucking, he's from Dallas, bro. Oh, so he moved to Nashville now. Okay. He moved to Nashville. Yeah. He just got in there, I don't know, three or four months before. Yeah. We had written a bunch of stuff in, you know, the, uh, I know we did another record that never came out or did some recordings. Yeah. Um, and anyway, yeah, man, he's a uh, he's a talented dude. Just one of those cats who just never got his due, you know. Did he make you? Was he the the catalyst to making you realize that 
this could work, this solo project? Um, or was you no? Know, I had this. I had. I, I you know, Lance. Lance was yes, absolutely a catalyst, and he was. Yeah. He was with all all along the way, but um, I will say that you know, Lance and I had. Uh, well, I'll just make it real brief. He's an exceptional fucking songwriter, great friend. I just got off the phone with him, and. Uh, in fact, when I found out about this, I said, I, hang on, my fucking phone is blowing up. I get a <laughs> Um So, yeah, I mean, you know, everything that we do, we musically, we both see on the same eye now. Yeah. Before we, we see a little differently. Yeah. Well, you said, you made a quote that you said, I wanted to make the best rock and roll record I could possibly make. And I think you've succeeded, man, because it's, it's eclectic it's, rock and roll. You know, this dream started probably a long time ago, and, and uh, just now seeing fruition, and uh, I'm thrilled. I'm just happy, and I couldn't be proud of it. You know? Well, think about it. That's that's uh, quite a statement because think of all the great bands you've been in. This is well, such. I, this I, is. I, I get blessed with all these fucking talents that I meet. You know? Yeah. And uh, just it just happens. You get a phone call and somebody hits you, and you just go, "Let's jam," and that and that's all there is to it, man. You know, there's so many guys I want to jam with on this next one. It's going to be insane. So, uh, you know, this is just getting my feet wet. You know, this next one, I already have shit. It's already written in my head. I was going to say, I, I think this is the right path for you right now. <laughs> I hope you stick with it, with the solo stuff. Um, I'm surprised well, you I'm surprised you haven't done it before. Um, I think sometimes, you know, sometimes the best things turn out when they aren't exactly overplanned. You know what I mean? It just, it seems like it happened. That was my whole deal the whole time. Don't let this thing interfere with what you got going on. So you've got some kind of juice running to you. You know, it's like, yeah. don't turn the electricity off. You don't, you know, pay your bill. You know, that's, that's exactly the way I was feeling. Let the wind blow. Um, that was the, my whole, it kept telling me guys in the studio, why don't we do it like this? I said, man, fuck that. Just let the wind blow. And I swear to God, that's where the best stuff came out of. You know, um, I just, I still have that passion, dude. And it took me a while. I was sitting on the back of a bus going that way. And uh, I just said, you know what? I'm going to try something different. But i got to take some time off, you know? I've been on that road for 25 years. That's a long time. Yes. Um, and I had to get off of it. So, you know, and they're trying to book me now. I'm like, God damn. That's the last thing I want to do after this get off, you know? But I'm going to have to do it, so... Well, I, people, just, I'm trying to talk myself into it. After people hear this, they're gonna wanna they wanna wanna see you live. That's for sure. Oh, absolutely, dude. I, I'm playing live. I was just fucking around. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so what? Uh, so you're setting things up now, live? Things are things are being. Oh yeah, set? we're going out in the fall. Oh, good, good. We're gonna start over in Europe, and then uh, and then we'll see what the what the trail where it all ends up in here in about a year. Well, it's good to hear that you're thinking about the next one already, because... Uh, oh, probably going to put a put some out in the fall. I've still got leftover material. You know, um, people people are digging this live album stuff now. You know, so you, oh yeah, maybe you Absolutely. tape maybe you tape your concert in the fall, and who knows, you could put it out. I mean, this is a big thing now. Well, I got another idea, man, and and uh, you'll you'll hear about it soon. Okay, cool. It's insane. <laughs> well, I look forward to it's it. It's nuts. I'm already on to it. 
well, right, man. Well, thanks a lot. Appreciate it. Hey, listen, time. man. Great, great album. Thank you so much for taking the time, and I'll talk to you later. Thank you right, so man. much. Thanks, Rex. Okay, that was an interview with Rex Brown, formerly of Pantera, Down, and Kill Devil Hill. His new album is called Smoke on This, by uh, put out by Entertainment One, and it should be in the stores as you hear this. It's worth picking up. It's uh, more of a loud rock and roll record, um, kind of like uh, tinged with a little bit of uh, Americana. Got, it was, uh, you know, because of that Nashville influence, but I mean that in the best uh, way possible for those uh, who only kind of want to hear hard rock. Um, as you know, Aerosmith and Guns N' Roses were influenced by plenty of that. Um, and I think that, uh, I think he'll have a lot of success as a solo artist. He seems, his voice and everything seems to just, uh, everything seems to click. So check it out. Um, we got another call coming in. This is from Charlie Hune of Fawcett. Hold on for a second as we get Charlie connected. Yeah, good morning, Pat. This is Charlie Hune. Hey, Charlie. How are you? Good. Good morning to you. Good morning. So we got a new, got a new live album out, huh? Yep. You can't get enough live Foghat, right? No. <laughs> That's what Foghat at its best, right? <laughs> I guess, man. Yeah, we, we've got a really good lineup, and, and it was a great recording, you know. Cool place. I was going to say, you guys... Real, yeah, go ahead. That's where you guys really excel, don't you, live? I mean, for instance, you turn Slow Ride into Long Jam. <laughs> sure, sure. It, it, we'll change every song into a Long Jam if, if we're allowed, you know? Yeah, yeah. But uh, it, it's... Uh, you know, it's an honor. Uh, we're all players, you know, and so it's like, um, you know, keeping the tradition alive. Um, in fact, right now in our live set, we're doing a Foghat Live album front mm. to back. So that's fun revisiting that, you know, and uh, all the different parts they had and I Just Want to Make Love to You and, and all that stuff, you know. Yeah. But, but, it, but it really brings back what, the original band had, you know, in their heyday, and the crowd loves it. Well, I was going to say that uh, there itself, Slow Ride is like eight minutes. Um, exactly, exactly. Uh, you know, and then, you know, for us to, to relearn all the different uh, parts, like, you know, I just want to make love to you, you know, um, in the middle when they do mm -hmm. the jam and crowd participations, and it, it's all structured, you know, and it has yeah. dynamics and everything. It's like, Wow, we gotta like put our thinking caps on again. <laughs> I was gonna say this version on um, live at the Belly Up of uh, "I Just Want to Make Love with You," um, the Willie Dixon, the way you guys turn that Willie Dixon song into a jam, and and uh, Brian Bassett, uh, God, when you do that uh, little uh, lead duel with them, that it, it's a lot of fun and it sounds fantastic on the album. Um, oh, very cool. Thanks. Yeah, that is a really playful um, crowd pleaser. Uh, you Excellent. Know, I, I think it sounds... Yeah, it, it's, it's, you know, Brian and I have a magic together whenever we jam because um, we started this you know, like 18 years ago and, and you know, mus musicians kind of like to play off each other if, if, if they're 
good enough and quick enough to be able to, uh, you know, just like read each other's mind. And that's when you know you've got a real good combination uh, of players in the band. But Brian and I have this real magic thing going on where where we'll do trade-offs, you know, and, but if, if then, then we'll do like um, – I'll test him. I'll I'll play like something really weird, and then and then he'll imitate it, and yeah. and then I'll do a, something else that's a little different, you know. And and I know how he plays. He knows how I play, and so it's like I got him on his toes, you know. Yeah. And 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 so it's real fun to interact like that, and then we'll do harmonies, and and he, you know, Brian's got a mind like a steel trap, you know. I mean, he plays everything. He'll remember everything he played the night before and and can repeat it uh, perfectly exactly you know and and so we we retain these things in these sections of the that jam uh, if I just want to make love to you and 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 we'll we'll repeat them you know every so often uh, when we do the long version of it I just want to make love to you we call it and then uh and then we'll embellish those parts. And then pretty soon, you know, you've got like 50 different parts going on. And it, it's just really fun, exciting. You know, it keeps us on our toes. Well, I was going to say, it was so seamless. It, it, it was like you read each other's minds. It, yeah. Uh, it, it was uh, like just habit. Um, like yeah, two, isn't that cool? Like two brothers um, finishing exactly. each other's sentences. You know, it was exactly. Um, you guys have been yeah. playing together for seventeen <laughs> years, so um. exactly. This is the eighteenth. You know, I mean, and um, it's, it's been an honor and a tradition, uh, keeping the tradition alive. You know, but but um, you know, like I said before, we're we're all like <clears> about <throat> this playing live thing, you know, <clears throat> and performing, and uh, it's not like. You have to go out and do it. We just really look forward to it. Yes. You are fo- you are Fogcat now. I mean, <laughs> you are as Fogcat yeah. as anybody's yeah. been Fogcat. You know, and and that's such an honor, and we all respect that. You know, and and we we all put our nose to the grindstone back in nineteen, uh, you know, two thousand, and and said, look, you know, we've got to reestablish this group, and you know, I I you know, filled in shoes before, you know, yeah. um, with Ted Nugent and, and Jerry Sheridan and Humble Pie. And I figure, well, you know, why not? You know, if it's a, if it's a, uh, an honest representation, then, and the people don't like it, well then, you know, I'm in the wrong business. So, so I've been able to recreate and, and bring the energy and the authenticity you know, and Brian as well, you know, um, and, and of course, Rogers, Roger, you know, he's yeah. like got the si- signature foghead rhythm section going mm-hmm. and Craig McGregor, bless his heart, you know, uh, had to step back uh, a I year know. ago because of, uh, you know, cancer. fighting cancer and yeah. COPD and Rodney O'Quinn's doing a great job of filling in for Mac. How but, is Mac um, doing? Is he okay? He, um, has uh all the all of the brain uh tumors have uh been eradicated mm. um he's still got a problem um uh lung with the uh, there's a tumor that they've been bombarding and yes. it it rece- 
recedes a little and then it grows back. And so he keeps fighting that. And now he's got inflammation from the cancer treatment. So right. he's kind of fighting that, but, but he still has COPD. So, you know, he's, he's in good spirits, but man, he's really getting brutalized, you know? He's a fighter. Yep. No kidding. Um, well, I was going to ask you about the longevity. I mean, I mean, I think you guys have done Dave Pe uh, Dave Peverett and Rod Price proud. I mean, you. Oh, thank you. They must be smiling down and saying, "This, this oh, is great thanks. that you guys have carried on the legacy of the band. The longevity of yeah. this band now has been around nearly oh, fifty that's... years in some form or the other, and you've been in right, the band right. seventeen. Brian's been in eighteen. Um, mm -hmm. It's really good. It's it's great that it's not just. Like, you're committed to being in the band. You're not just some uh, singer that is taking its place. Going through the motions, right. Yeah. Well, thank you. I appreciate that that recognition because, um, you know, that's what I'm made out of. You know, I've, yeah. I've been a performer ever since I got with Ted back in 78, you know, and, and you know, he helped me a lot um, develop um, my abilities. And then... Uh, just continuing to play, I've always just enjoyed it, and I was just lucky enough that uh, Lonesome Dave saw me, you know, when I was uh, in Humble Pie opening up for them in Toledo, yeah. uh, and and when Dave was ill, you know, he suggested to Raj to get me in the band, and, and you know, I couldn't be more honored, and uh, so, you know, it's like, I have to live up to, to that, too, you know? It was funny you mentioned what? Nugent because I I popped on. Uh, see, I like uh, I like Ted Nugent pre politics. <laughs> so sure, I, I popped exactly. on. I liked him when he was uh, when I when I thought he was apolitical. Anyway, popped on re <laughs> Weekend Warriors, and there you, uh, there you were. I haven't you know yeah. when I was a kid I used to listen to that. Yeah. I, I picked up a used uh -huh. album. And there you were, man, belting it out. Yeah. It was cool. <laughs> uh -huh. Excellent. You know, and yeah, I uh, I won an audition to get with Ted, and, and I was just playing in a bar band with my high school friends, you know, and we were pretty good, you know, because I had already graduated from college, and we, I just, you know, really wanted to play, and I didn't want to get a day job, you know, but um, we practiced every day, learned new songs, wrote songs, and, and played every night. And so after a couple of years, you know, we were getting pretty good. Yeah. And and so that's when, you know, um, the Nugent opportunity came in and I won an audition. So, you know, that got me going. And um, I'm just real fortunate. That was your so first um, appearance on a Nugent album, huh? A weekend Warriors. Exactly. Yeah, it sure was. Yeah. Re recorded it at Criteria down in Miami. And you mean you... I walked in the studio door yeah. and there's, you know, Maurice and Barry Gibb, you know, in the lobby. And they, <laughs> they say hi and I'm going, oh, man, <laughs> you know, I'm in the right place. <laughs> wow. You just, so you just, you had an audition. That's pretty, that's pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, in fact, uh, there was uh, there were uh, John Corey, um, who is um, uh, guitar player from Detroit, who has been with Don Henley uh, during all his solo stuff, um, was in that audition, and um, I think 
I may have gotten the the job because of the vocals more the, of than the guitar playing, but you know at that time I was pretty pretty sharp on my guitar stuff too because having been playing in a three piece yeah. for two and a half years, right. you know. But um, but the, the yeah, Nuge it, was the center spot for the guitar. <laughs> Oh yeah, you know, heck, the saying is that life isn't long enough for Ted to play enough leads, yeah. right? <laughs> hey man, that's that's like throwing you into right into rock oh, yeah. rock and roll, man. You exactly. you start off with weekend warriors. <laughs> right, right right into the frying pan, you know, and and it was great, you know, and, and uh we we both kept each other on our toes and, and we got along great. In fact, um the you know, remember biorhythms at all? Yes. You might be too young for that, but no, it was no, a big I... thing in the seventies. And there were like those three categories that you measured your um it must have been astrological or something or you know from when you're born and all this and ted nugent and i were parallel through life in two out of the three categories <laughs> <laughs> so we got a lot of great you know laughed at the same stuff you know came up with the same kind of jokes and and it was really fun well getting back to uh live at the belly up um it seems that uh i was going to talk about one song uh terraplane blues the Robert mm-hmm. Johnson song. Um, has that been a part of the set since... Uh, mm-hmm. I know it was on Fool for the City studio album, but I'm trying to remember mm-hmm. if that's been part of the set for a while. Yes, uh, we've been playing Terraplane for a good eight yeah. to ten years. Yes. And and it's um, it's it's been a, a great interjection from the standpoint that it's... Uh, a slower, more dynamic song, yes. and it gives people a chance to breathe. Yes. And 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 uh, you know, it still has you know good, strong, solid rock uh, uh, parts like the jam at the end. Uh, but but it also incorporates that more uh, acoustic picking type um, thing with the blues vocal, and um, uh, it's a really cool uh, version. Uh, interpretation of the original Robert Johnson song, um, but um, yeah, uh, and then just um, last year we decided to to park it because um, we're changing the set around. We we learned a, a medley and we were doing that earlier this year, um, and then recently we we're at a blues festival, so we did a blues um, uh, section of our set, and we've been doing the Foghat Live album too. You know, so so we've been. Do you like medleys? Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I really do, um, because uh, it's exciting. Mm, it's exciting for the crowd, and it's exciting for us because we only have to do a quarter or a half of the song, you know, right, right. and then we go, go right into another one, uh, and and then another one, and then another one, and and, and so it it's real lively, and there's so much energy in a in a medley like that, and to get the crowd responding um after each segment or or partial song you know is another kind of like action 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 thing you know mm-hmm. and there are also but, um, there are also a few new songs on the um set list under their influence were the two and um, exactly. you're you're ha- you guys were happy with the outcome of that album right that's why you're continuing 
um, to play oh, songs with. Of yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, we we want people to know that we're putting out new studio work and um, and that uh, we're still a viable entity. We're not just a novelty touring act, you know. Mm. And and so um, letting the people hear uh, our new songs is important, right. and and they're going over really well and i think you know hot mama even though it, it borders on a modern day uh, country rock song yeah. is is just really fun to play and the, and the crowd loves it and um you know the song under the influence the title track is right. is uh, a real fun song to play to good rocker you know yeah and, it is a good rocker and, and well i like that you yeah. included those two on uh, live at the belly up i, I thought it was uh nice a, a nice mixture of uh old new um and some classics oh, thank and, you and and i mean you recorded that at the belly up tavern in was solano beach california right what was so special right. about that club that that club that night did you know something was going on yeah that... well uh, we um we knew that uh the stones had played there yeah. and other people like tony bennett and um Heck, uh, Lady Gaga, and it, you know, uh, there's a there's a, a, a elite group of people down in you know Southern California that will have like these major private parties, and um, so uh, that's usually what happens when they get a, a, a superstar in there, like yes. the Stones or Lady Gaga or something like that. Uh, we came in on the heels of that uh, wave, you know, and figured, well, if they're going to play there, we're going to play there. And and it it turned out great. You know, we don't play clubs hardly at all. Uh, although it's, it's wonderful to play them because we get close to the fans that way. Um, but uh, we're mostly, you know, fair and festival act yes. or, or casinos, you know. Um, but... Um, at any rate, yeah, this was uh, a real honor to play in got a great sound for the Stones of played. It got a great sound, and I'm sure. And oh, some, something people might not know about Brian is that uh, as much as he's a great guitarist, he's also great in the studio, isn't he? He's he's kind oh, of yeah. magical. Um, exactly, and and you know, um, this last album. Um, proves how how uh dedicated and committed brian is to his engineering skills and and uh production um and so you know it it doesn't he doesn't miss a beat with anything well i wish i had uh to convince the readers of goldmine to pick up this album is uh like i said that one part and i just want to make love to you where you guys trade off leads it's just the sound quality is so good and like i said it's so fluent and um it's like you guys are just uh two minds and um if i had to play that right now <laughs> to convince uh, that would be the part uh, i mean that's a great part uh, so, i appreciate that uh, and i'll pass that along to brian and everybody too and this band has always been immersed in the blues and dedicated to its cause mm -hmm. yep i mean yep. you guys do you guys collect the old blues uh, albums? Do you collect? Uh, mm -hmm. You must, of course. Yeah, do you yeah, dig you know, for? We all came out of the 
same kind of mold, you know, um, Dave and, and Roger, uh, you know, were in Savoy Brown blues band and, and in the late sixties and, and, you know, that was during that British blues invasion era. And that's where, you know, my ears really perked up into, um, into rock and roll. Uh, I had always liked rock, but when, when the British sold back America, the blues in the form of, you know, cream and, um, heck, Rory Gallagher and back in the right. late sixties, you know, Savoy Brown and, and, uh, Fleetwood Mac, you, you know, the list goes on and on, you know, it yeah. was just like, it mesmerized me. And, and that's still my preferred, um, right. Music right. to listen to. Do you still, do you still, do you guys dig for, uh, new blues tracks to cover? Like for instance, like a terraplane blues. Sure. So you still look sure. Yep. What we do, uh, well, actually, Pat, we put out a blues album. Um, yes, I remember uh, that. Yeah. A few years ago, yeah. Last Train Home. And yeah. um, and that was, you know, we we wrote several new blues songs yep. and covered five or six. I remember you know? that, yeah. Like Brian, Brian ripped a lead that from hell on so many roads. And, and you know, I, I think it, it uh, really is a lead that stands up to Peter Green's original right. lead on, uh, you know, things like that, that, that just sent chills and, and, you know, Hey, kudos to Brian again, you know, Peter Green is a hard one to match. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. And, and Brian, Brian's like the sleeper, you know, yeah, yeah. He, he's like having a nitrous supercharged car engine and, and in a, uh, you know, he, really is. he is under, he's underrated. <laughs> he should be, uh, -huh. Yeah, he really should be, um, but it will get there. Um, yeah, I think more people like that's why I want to play that lead section. <laughs> oh, you guys yeah, deserve you more go, credit. Um, uh, cool man. But I, th what's next now? You're going to be playing the live Foghead album, um, right? And what, we have our, our medley that uh, yeah. we're doing, and and that make that set just drives you know, and we'll start out with. Um, uh, you know, uh, what do you call it? Uh, mean off um, of the Foghat Live? Driving, we start with Driving Wheel and go into Full for the um, city. Stone Blue, yeah. Stone Blue, and and then we do the medley oh. of five songs, I which gotcha. is, um, yeah, uh, you know, it's Maybelline, um, mm. What a Shame, um, Easy Money, uh, uh, what's that, My Babe, and then into, um, wild cherry yeah wow <laughs> you know five five great songs that we don't play that much so it's fun to touch on those you know and, and people go oh yeah i remember that one and then they go oh yeah i remember that one you know <laughs> <laughs> and, and then we go okay you know and so now we're gonna get to the meat of things here and play fog out live for you yeah yeah you know yeah full for the city leading off that's uh exactly Hard to you beat know. that one. So oh, exactly. Do Do you notice in the in the crowd a lot of old timers and uh, new younger sure. kids? Because I, I see younger and, kids and getting younger. It. Yeah. Yep. Um, because you know they were brought the younger kids were brought up right. You know they were yeah. they were brought up by these uh, music fans that were you know fog hat fans and and blue, blues rock classic rock fans and. And a lot of there are a lot of young people in these crowds that that are I, familiar. 
Well, hey, the dads. They were conceived to slow ride, you know? The dads, uh, you know, hand down their albums to their... Exactly. (laughs) Or their play... Uh, you know, on Guitar Player, my son has Guitar Player and uh, video game, and mm-hmm. uh, he's playing mm-hmm. Slow Ride. So <laughs> that's awesome. That's very cool. That's, that's that's great. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and and um, <clears throat> having uh, having uh, Slow Ride come out on uh, Guitar Hero. Guitar Hero. Um, that's it. I'm sorry. Not Guitar that's Player. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That was uh, you know a real boost there. That was about going on ten years ago now. I think. Yeah. But. Yeah, yeah. Um, he was just yeah, playing it yeah. a, a few days ago. But oh, that's awesome. uh, <laughs> okay, well, that's thank great. you for taking the time. I want to check you guys sure, out man. playing that the live uh, Foghat live and some of the new cuts. And uh, I really hope people pick up the live album because it sounds great. Oh, well, thank you very much, and I appreciate you taking the time, man. Thank you so much, Charlie. Have okay, a good one, man. Have, bye now. Okay, you too. Right. Bye. Okay, that was Charlie Hune of Fogcat. I want to thank Charlie for taking the time. You can see Fogcat now on tour. I believe they're on the West Coast, and they're going to be playing until the, the rest of the year in North America. So you can catch them live. They're going to play Fogcat live in its entirety, as you heard. So that's pretty special. And uh, get the album live at the belly up, because uh, it sounds really clear and uh Sounds really good. Fogcat fans are going to freak. Um, it, it's uh, got some great leads on it and jams. And I uh, hope you enjoyed the show. That's going to wrap it up. Two great interviews. Um, thank you for putting up with a little bit of my cold and my voice. And we'll see you next time. And go to goldminemag.com to subscribe, to read a bunch of exclusive articles on there online. And also look out for Goldmine on the newsstands at Barnes & Noble, Books A Million, and Independent Record Stores, which are distributed by URP Distribution. Thank you so much, listeners. Bye now. Maryland sports fans, there's only one sports book in the great state of Maryland with over 50 years experience booking bets and supporting customers. Betfred Sportsbook at Long Shots is now open and is the only sports book in Frederick offering cash betting on football, basketball, world soccer, and more. Visit the Betfred Sportsbook at I-270 and MD-85 in Frederick, right next to Long Shots Off-Track Betting. Go to BetfredSports.com for more information and your chance to win exclusive merchandise. Must be 21 or older. Play responsibly. For help, call 1-800-GAMBLER.